0: Hello and welcome to The Evocative Project. My name's Blake Bradford, and I'm so happy to have you here today. The Evocative Project is all about building confidence from within, about having and knowing your why. Why you're doing what you're doing. And with this project, through my stories, co-hosts, and guests, we're going to teach you the skills that you need to take on life and fulfill it with purpose. Welcome, welcome, welcome to another incredible episode of The Evocative Project. My name's Blake Bradford, and I'm so thrilled to bring you this week's guest, Jordan Topham, to discuss all things wellness, nutrition, mindset, mental health, physical performance, social performance, and overall health. Now, Jordan, he's only 23 years old, sorry. And has a great understanding on the importance of self awareness, on the topic of process, you know, enjoying the journey, enjoying life, living in the moment, on happiness, you know, what makes you feel joy, what makes you feel fulfilled, how to go about sustaining those feelings and emotions on a day to day basis. And then connection, you know, surrounding yourself with positivity, with like-minded people, with good vibrational beings that are actually going to comp- uh, t- compel you to do greater and better. Um, I'm sure you might be able to relate, and I certainly was able to. In in the fact that Jordan actually wasn't a great academic; he he struggled in the school environment. He wasn't. Um, I guess what you would perceive as a very academic student, he, he even talks about this later on in the episode, how he felt like almost a little bit special and was treated a little bit special throughout the educational system. And that really helped him hone in on his importance of physical movement, of what he was good at. And those things were, you know, based around health, nutrition. And that's why at age 16, he actually started his CERT Three in personal training, and still to this day is in that space and has furthered his knowledge with his nutritional uh, nutrition in sports cert four. So, if you're interested in getting a lot of knowledge about how to develop a, a sensible mindset, how to become a sensible trainer, how to start your journey with wellness and physical movement, please, please, please take a pen, take a pad, and enjoy this episode for the value that it's worth jordan has a lot of great tips he has a lot of great quotes and references to some of his motivational people so please join me on this incredible episode with jordan topham on the evocative project Chew. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Welcome, welcome, welcome to another episode of the Evocative Project. And this week we have Jordan Topham in the hot seat and I'm super, super thrilled to bring this legend's energy, his mindset, his uh, knowledge around nutrition, physical movement and just overall health. I met Jordan start of this year um like most most guests on here uh the 2021 introduction for me and my new life um we were, I was at a at a gym working out and he come over and we we literally kicked kicked it off in in the first conversation about David Goggins and mindset and running <laughs> and yeah. physical movement and energy and all that sort of stuff and the next day we went for a 15k run and really cemented our friendship from that moment and we're only talking minutes before this this uh, recording started about that connection and how our friendships really flourished and blossomed in that time and I think that's a beautiful dynamic that we'll probably touch on today is you know that connection that we have through physical movement with our friends and, and in our communities and I think it's a massive movement that's happening in the world with group classes and you might see it a little bit more with your uh, PT stuff that you do but Um, yeah it was great to see I mean you're a couple years younger than me Uh, you're how old are you Jordan 23 23 yeah so three years younger than me and just to see a young man inspired motivated and passionate about the things that you're doing and the way that you're doing those things really I guess is probably what um, connected us in the first place right and it's been cool to yeah it's been really cool to get to know you a lot better and you know you've become one of my my good friends in that process I know you were one of many that joined me in my going away dinner in the Gold Coast before I left which was a group of there was probably only three or four people that I knew prior to moving to Gold Coast and it was a was a crew about 12 or 13 of us and it was amazing to have you there and have you now as a friend in my life and I really was Uh, excited to get you on the evocative project because i know that you know the importance of finding your why cementing your mindset uh doing things that make you feel good and Mm. physical movement and uh all things health right so i'm really excited to to dive into those topics today but let's first get started with the story of jordan topham and how your family dynamic happened and how you progressed through life into what you're doing now as a incredible personal trainer nutritionist at age 23 bro so yeah take it away
1: yeah so um thanks thanks for, like for um you know taking your time out today to have a conversation with me but um you know um just talking about what we um you know just discussed before the podcast um fitness and health has been a big part of my life um I found since I of a very young age. Um even at school I was always enjoying going out and doing the activities like, you know, kicking the ball, playing footy, soccer, tennis, just being out doing something with your body physically. Um and I found that was sort of something that I really um I really enjoyed from a very young age and um growing up, you know, to be honest at school I um Academically, school was tough for me. Um, uh, I struggled in certain subjects, but health, through health and fitness, that's what gave me inspiration. Um, I did very well in um, sports, um, sort of the, the health sort of scene, but um, in other subjects in school, I struggled. But, um, I found out sort of from a very young age that, um, you know, everyone's different and I I excelled at other things and other people excel at other things. But I definitely took the time out to, you know, go through school and learn that um, you can't be perfect at everything. Um, and I, growing up, my my parents could tell you they, you know, they, they knew from a very young age I was very active. Um, my brother and sister would say the same thing too. But, um, you know, getting into health and fitness, even in high school, I started to do a certificate three in um, fitness course. So that's sort of how things started. Um, and that was just, you know, I think about, I think I was year 11, I started that, um, but that was still during school. I still completed year 12. Um, but even leading up to that point, I knew I was going to do something in health and fitness as a career. Um, and whether that be through, yeah, exactly, through health and fitness, um, I, I loved the feeling of doing exercise and I loved getting out and doing stuff with people and, you know, keeping active and, um, you know, what was very important to me was, you know, making sure, um, well, family was very important to me, but, um, the connections I made, the friendships I had from a young age, I, um, I kept them and, you know, friends come and go in life, but, you know, family's forever, but. I made a lot of deep connections with, um, my friends from a young age and I lived in Brisbane, um, up until about 12, 13, then I moved to the Sunshine Coast. Um, and that was a big, um, big move for me, leaving a lot of my friends and, um, but then I moved to, um, the Gold Coast. I moved there after high school, um, at about 18. So now I'm 23. So I've been here about five years, but, um, leading up to this day um very off track here a bit I, every every time you know someone wants to do an activity or a sport or um exercise or you know uh talk about nutrition or something healthy you know i'm, I'm there um i've definitely like learned learn a lot about myself through health and fitness and um yeah. you know talking about your why um, You know, fitness, health, and fitness gave me hope. Um, It gave me a sense of meaning. Um, It really um, gave me that belief that I was here for a reason. Um, And other things, you know, other whatever you do in life, whatever you know, career you go into, um, it always comes back to sort of the things you're naturally good at. Don't the things that you force are the things usually that probably you know you. You need to look elsewhere, but um, the things I was naturally good at from a young age was my health and fitness, so I kept on track with that. I was very focused um, on making sure that was still a part of my life and, um, and it still has been, it still is a big part of my life to today and it's even it's even bigger than, you know, what I actually thought it would be, um, you know, now finishing a nutrition um, course, um, so I'm a qualified nutrition advisor and a qualified personal trainer now you know i'm just so grateful that my life is exactly where i want it to be and um it's it's perfect the way it is and um there's nothing more i want from from my life like you know it's just i guess now it's every day just being appreciative and growing towards being a better version of myself um mentally physically spiritually um but i I love, I love what I do. I love waking up every day and doing the things I do, helping people, you know, feel like they have a sense of meaning in this life, they're here for a reason. Um, and I love, you know, exercising myself mentally, physically and doing it for the soul, um, for your heart. Um, you know, there's a lot of meaning in um, doing something that you love, you know, helping others. Um, and that gives me a sense of purpose in this reality that I am here for a reason. Um, and it gives me hope that, um, I can help other people, um, make them, you know, get on the path to, for them to become better versions of themselves. Um, and I think that's pretty special. Um, you know, it, it makes, it makes me feel special and and different. Um, and, and I love, I love what I do. Um, yeah. So that's that's a bit about me. (laughs) That's, uh, that's beautiful, man. And I,
0: I, sort of draw from that and i think from a lot of other conversations i had there you sort of felt like that you always knew you wanted to go down that route of health and fitness um was there ever a a moment that you doubted that or you sort of more or less thought maybe there is something else i want to try like maybe i want to commit to a specific sport become a professional athlete or was there maybe i want to go to uni and become a teacher or something was there another thing in in the back of your mind that you thought, Oh, maybe I should do this,
1: or maybe I want to do this. Great question. Um, I have those thoughts all the time. Um, and, um, you know, those, those thoughts are good to have because, um, you need to have other aspirations in life and try new things and make sure you're progressing in other ways in your life. Um, physically doing sport, it it comes quite naturally for me. Um, working on myself mentally so you know um, reading books you know growing um, in that sort of aspect um, over the years has been quite tough and um, you know I'm looking at next year um, going back to university Um, I wanted to do it after school but I I wasn't ready at that time but it goes to show you sort of um, where your mindset is at one certain time and then where it is now Um, but I can honestly say that I always had doubt. I'll be honest with you. I'm, I'm raw with myself. Um, I always had doubt whether I could, whether I could pull pull what I can off today, or whether I am in the on the right path at the moment. But I always go back to what what brings me happiness and what what um, I, I do have a sense of um, meaning, and I feel like I'm drawn to helping people in this in this way. Um, I love doing. I love um you know doing all different types of sports um I never really f- found one sport I liked. that's that was the that was the hardest thing actually I never focused on actually one sport like I played tennis soccer did swimming done like triathlon training now I'm doing jiu jitsu actually I love jiu jitsu I've been doing that for the past 18 months and that's probably been this a sport so far that I've actually focused on the most so it just goes to show you sort of I love moving my body in different ways. Um, it's hard for me to sit still and do one thing um, to focus on one thing. And I think Jiu Jitsu has taught sort of taught me a lot of discipline and focus. Um, and even through running, um, running is running is um, a way for me to mentally push myself. But Jiu Jitsu has taught me a lot of discipline um, and focus that you need to have in life too, both mentally and physically. Um, I've always been all over the place with sports and decision-making and I haven't really stuck to a decision of, am I going to pick this and see this out and see how I progress? Um, yeah.
0: Yeah. I love that you've, um, you've dived in and and, and found your, your thing. I feel very much the same at the moment in my life. I always, very much the same as you, man. I've always played sport. Um, I know we conversated uh, on our, on that first run we went with about tennis. Um and I played yeah. football and those sort of things. Like tried everything, loved everything, never got really, really good at anything. Um, yeah. And now being, I mean, twenty six and starting a running career, uh, more or less. Like I take running as, as serious as I take business. Like it's a hundred yeah. of my life as well as um, evocative and helping people. <clears throat> but it's cool to see how you've found your one thing as well, and it's. And I guess looking back, I always moved and always ran and always done things, but never thought of myself as a runner. And I guess I'm not sure, in your instance, but did you ever look at jiu-jitsu as a sport previously or did you just naturally attract yourself to it or was it something that someone introduced you to and you found your love for it and then, yeah, how that sort of flourished, how you you actually found that? Because I think a lot of people – struggle yeah. to, to find something that they really love and enjoy and i know it's easy to say be patient and it might just fall in your lap or you'll just for us i guess well for me certainly it just sort of happened um through yeah. connection with kyle and and his love for running was how i virtually got yeah. into it um can you talk us through how you how you were magnified towards
1: jujitsu? yeah so um great question and um i'll be honest with you and um I- Jiu-jitsu is the first time in my life i found like I've, you know, I'm getting a bit older now too, realising this, that um, life's so much better doing things with other people. Um, sharing your, you know, um, the highs and the lows and, you know, trying to find that one common goal of trying to get better and become better versions of ourselves. Is, there's so much more meaning in that with help with helping each other get there. And as it as it is a community-based sport, um, I found out, you know, from doing it so far, even it wasn't right away, but, you know, something clicked in me that I, you know, all these amazing people I was meeting, you know, they're here for a reason, but it's so special how these like-minded people have we've been able to connect so much deeper than what I actually thought that you could in a sport. And I'm not saying you only can find that in jiu-jitsu, but I've I've found where I need to be through jujitsu. I've met some amazing people that have impacted my life and give me a sense of hope. Um, and I help, we help each other get better. Um, I think the biggest thing too is um, even the higher belts, the lower belts, whatever, wherever you're at in your jiu-jitsu journey, you know, that everyone's there to help each other. There's no ego, you know, there's no, like, I'm better than you, I'm going to put you down. We're trying to help each other to get better. And on and off the mats, the beautiful people I've met, and, I, you know, I, I do believe things happen for a reason, and I'm so grateful and privileged to have met some awesome people and, um, you know, like yourself and the people I've met at jiu-jitsu and, you know, across across everything. But the sport itself has taught me so much. About things in life that I want to, I want to do things with others, and I want to help myself. But I, I love, I love doing things with other people, and I love the connection, and I love the energy that I can give to someone, and someone can give to me, um, and how we can vibe, vibe off each other to help better, better ourselves. Um, yeah. Yeah, I really
0: found that um, in running groups. Like I've been running by myself just through my travels in the last four months. And I can't wait to get back to the coast and join some running groups and get around some, yeah. some energy, not only to push myself to become better, um, but also just that camaraderie. Like I said, I'm an extrovert. So I love being around people. Um, yeah. With jiu-jitsu, I mean, or with your life in general, you spoke that jiu-jitsu really helped you find focus and discipline. How yes. how important to you is focus and discipline in your everyday tasks now do you have things that you i guess make a habit um yeah and things that you're relentless about doing
1: yeah so um great great question i discipline and focus discipline i feel like equals freedom um jocko jocko willing um talks about it um he's a good it's good podcast actually um but for myself um being uncomfortable um I feel like the comfort zone where we surround ourselves, you know, we've got food accessible to us, we've got everything's here for us right now. And it's like information overload. So it's trying to eliminate yourself away from everything and finding focus and what you need to do in life and what you, what the task at hand, what you're focusing on. So the things that are non negotiable for me is exercising every day. So whether that be doing jujitsu, going and doing weights at the gym um you know going for a run or swim something it's something to move my body physically but it helps me mentally and spiritually um and it's a good social thing of course where I talked about in jiu-jitsu um I like doing things like the ice bath I like doing things like the sauna they're both bloody uncomfortable um but I it always draws me to do things like this um I love being uncomfortable when um I love pushing myself um, and I think it's very important that people understand that, you know, you've got to be uncomfortable doing things that, you know, that you might not think about doing in your in your daily life because you learn a lot about yourself and you learn a lot about, you know, that things aren't actually that hard if you just push yourself just a little bit more. I'm not saying you need to, you know, talk about David Goggins. You don't need to be a David Goggins to to push yourself, right? Just make sure you're doing something a little bit different every day, you know, just waking up a bit earlier or, you know, doing something mentally and physically that's a bit out of your comfort zone that's different from the norm. Um, And focus and discipline, I feel like exercise um, forces me to become more disciplined because it's something that I know even if I feel, you know, tired or, or... whatever it's there's either there's two ways I can see it I can see it as look yeah look you might be tired but that doesn't mean I need to drop everything and be like I'm going to sit on the couch all day and do nothing I'm I'm still going to get out and do a form of exercise because I know it's going to make me feel good and the after effects the endorphins I'm I know I'm not losing myself because I'm making sure that this this discipline is helping me to find this common goal you know i'm going somewhere i'm not um i'm not getting caught up in this you know going backwards even though you get bumps in the road day you know days you feel like you're doing well and days you you know you feel like oh i'm not doing so well it's kind of jiu-jitsu you have some good days and bad days you know even in business anything anything in life um you have good days and bad days but it's what you make out of it right um i I feel through exercise and you know all these different things through discipline. You know, making sure you make your bed in the morning—that's the first thing I do, not non-negotiable. Just Time. it's just like autopilot. I just make my bed. You know, things like this, creating order over chaos. Um, Jordan Peterson talks about that too. But um, I structure and having routine too is important. I feel, um, but. Doing things what's good for you. you, you you know what's good for you. you know exercise is good for your mental health. you know it's good for your physical health. so don't make it uh, uh, don't make it like feel like you have to negotiate with it, don't overthink it, just do it. Um, and you know eating healthy like you know, I can go have a cake over here that will increase glucose and will make me feel like oh crap for you know, rest of the day and it might give me short term pleasure, you know, for five, 10 minutes and I'll have that spike of insulin and then shoot back down or I can pick a meal that's, you know, got some nutritional value that has good source of protein, you know, a little bit of carbs or a little bit of fat or whatever that's going to help serve me for the rest of the day. So it's choices like that. Choices create habits and habits create your reality.
0: Yeah. I, um, I actually have a really good question here about, I'm glad you dove yeah. into the nutrition side of things about those things. And especially you brought up yeah. you could eat a cake or you could eat something more nutritional. And yeah. I guess you having done your Cert for in nutrition and completing that recently, um, which is really yeah. exciting as you can now really tighten your training and coaching delivery in the sport and fitness world. Um, but what I want to know for myself certainly, but also more or less for our listeners is, how nutrition is linked to performance outcomes and it might be when I say performance I don't mean just as an athlete or as a trainer performance in your work in your relationships in your everyday life how nutrition helps you perform better and I guess me as a training athlete in endurance running that's my performance category Um, I know that what I put in is almost directly related to what I get out and I'm exactly but, but I'm also very aware of my relationship with food and mm-hmm. if I put a lot of love and energy and time into the preparation of my food I feel a lot better about it and if I skimp in that same token if I skimp on that side of things I feel that like I've had a cheap meal And I guess to your point, like if I could, I know I can make food that tastes delicious, is nutritious, it's healthy, um, tastes freaking unreal, but it's got everything in there for me. I don't feel guilty about it, like about eating it. And I know, like for example, I might make a let's say sticky date pudding, right? But I'll use maple syrup instead of refined sugar, and I'll instead of some of the flour, I'll use protein powder. And I I put the love and thought into it and make it healthier. But it's still, in a sense, it's still naughty. Um, Yeah. I guess how, yeah, in that question is how do you find the importance of nutrition for performance firstly, but then how have you found with, I guess, your clients and certainly yourself in preparing meals with love and time and energy and having a good relationship with your food? Opposed to being super strict and somewhat boring, in like the sense of maybe just like yeah. steamed chicken, rice and veggies, or sweet potato and mm. chicken, or you know, you know, the staple boring meal prep food. How how's your um your relationship been with that? And then obviously in the performance side of things.
1: Yeah. So um, we'll touch on the performance. So um, performance related with athletes or. You know, just an everyday go our life. Who wants to get the best output? Um, look, everyone, everyone has the choice. You know, it's like we we're saying about the cake or the nice nutritional meal. It's like, well, we have a choice to make here. We can, you know, have something that's going to give us twenty minutes of maybe a spike that's going to give us a little bit of energy, and then a damp, then a drop. Or we can have something over here that's going to give us more value for the day. That's also going to help with you know building muscle, or whatever. If you've got a goal of burning body fat, give us more performance, energy, mentally feel better, cognitive function, like things like this. So uh, we've got choices to make. But feeling for performance, you, you've really got to think about what's your relationship towards food. So um, people have a fair idea of what what's healthy, what's not. But um, you know, maybe eating salads all day, you might think, oh, that's healthy. It's you know, I mean, yeah, f- fair enough. It's it's healthy, but you know you need to understand what nutrition is it's you know there's protein there's carbs there's fat there's micronutrients there's vitamins and minerals like there's so much more into it than what you see and perceive um health as right um you know if if you're training for you know like high intensity all day doing a lot of training or want to have that mental output you know it goes back to calories in calories out that you know you need to make sure you're feeling your body adequately with, you know, enough protein, um, enough carbs. So whether you're a vegan or not, you know, like there's no one size diet. There's just, you know, depending on sort of what your body needs, just be more aligned to and being conscious of what you're putting on the plate. Um, so think about, you know, if you're feeling for performance, like say you're training for, um, you know, just getting up in the morning. Like, you know, even if you want to fast in the morning or if if you want to eat breakfast, you know, there's a biggest, you know, there's a big like um, misconception, I guess. It's like, well, you know, is fasting the right way or is eating breakfast good? You know, it's like, well, there's no rule one way. It's just calories in, calories out. So, you know, like going back to the point of performance, like if you're going for a run or something, know what your body needs. If you if you like getting up in the morning and having a, a meal with, you know, I don't know, some good carbs like, you know, oats or um, bananas, you know, protein powder or whatever in the morning or the afternoon you're having, you know, meat, rice, sweet potato, whatever, just make sure you're going back to sort of the way that you train and the way that you would like to do things. So for myself, like in the mornings I'll only have, like a black coffee before I go to jiu-jitsu. Other people might be different. They might have a meal, but I feel I like training on empty stomach um, in the morning. I don't like to feel full. So there's, you know, people are going to be different. You can eat um, a couple hours prior to digest, you know, all the protein, the fats, the carbs properly, um, and then you utilize energy. Or you can have a quick snack beforehand, like a banana or something you know, which will be digested, um, within probably half an hour so you can utilize, but it goes back to sort of how you want, how your relationship towards food is. So, um, making sure, you know, you're not just triggered by, um, you know, a feeling like I need, I need to eat or I need this, you know, it's, it's all up in your head. You, you know, you can psychologically tell yourself that actually I don't need this food. Um, or do I need it? You know, um, don't get too caught up in it at all. Like enjoy, enjoy your cake every now and then. Like sticky date pudding. You know, use use all these you know different sort of ingredients to make a concoction or something. Or you know, I've even started using rice and you know with bananas and you know weird weird concoctions that I put together. Like you know with my protein powder with like dates and mm-hmm. I have like bone broth and. Yeah, like, yeah, weird stuff. So, I mean, like, I'm not saying, like, you know, do that, but just don't get too caught up in, like, uh, you know, what this other person is doing. Like, just know what your body needs. Give it what it, it will tell you if it needs more food. If you need more food, eat more. Like, you know, do a little What's a good indicator?
0: uh, You say that quite a lot of um, figure out what you need. What's a good indicator or a place someone could find out their requirements and you spoke about calories a lot there. Um yeah, you know, touch on on quickly what what someone like the yeah. average person it needs or where we could find that information.
1: Yeah. So I call it um metabolic adaptation. So um it's something called going back to um, some sort of maintenance level. So usually we're either under eating or we're eating far too much. So there's there's a thing called like I was saying getting your metabolism in order so boosting your metabolism by actually setting a requirement of actually understanding the person you know what their goals are but getting them back to a you know a basic sort of metabolic rate with their requirements so you know i if i was to go about it i would ask them what they were eating per day and generally more likely people are actually under eating um and i would um put their calories up and you actually see it boosting the metabolism depending on what they have been doing, like certain diets. Like, um, there's not, I mean, you can try keto diet, which might give you like a, you know, a good, you know, some, some good luck like sort of results in like, you know, four to six weeks, but is it beneficial long-term? Maybe not. It might work for you, but probably not. Um, you can try and improve insulin sensitivity when you are on a keto diet. Um, so when you incorporate carbohydrates again, you can um, digest it better, of course, and metabolize it. But usually, that's how I start. So a basic metabolic rate, you know, you would find using their age, weight, and height, um, and you look at their energy requirements based on their physical activity level. Um, so it's called PAL. Um, and a lot of people use like MyFitnessPal anyway. But that's how I can identify sort of what their body their body needs. Um, and then I can go from there and like sort of estimate what their, their requirements are. But even for protein, um, I generally go by the rule of thumb of, um, one gram per, per body weight. So, um, so essentially if you're, I mean, if you're training like an athlete, 1.5 to 2 grams usually is quite good. So, um, if you, are me, 80 kilo, well, I'm 80 actually no, about 84 at the moment um so I would be probably if I' 1.5 or two maybe 150 grams to about 1 170 maybe um if you're per day just one sorry per day yeah per, per day yeah so um if if you're someone who's just wanting maintenance who just wants to not lose any muscle who's just trying to stay functionally healthy you know making sure that getting the right, you know, nutrients in their body so they can perform and have normal bodily function, you know, um, I would recommend going one, one gram, um, per, per body weight. Um, but yeah, don't, don't make it too complicated. I think protein's probably the most important, uh, macronutrient anyway, because, um, it's responsible for a lot more, um, things in the body, but, yeah. I would, you know, still still argue in, in a way of, yeah, I mean carbs and fats, depends how you utilize it. Like some people don't like too many carbs, it, it affects them cognitively, but you know, make sure it's balanced at the end of the day. Like I I don't want to overcomplicate it for too many people. I just think of it as um what's what what can we do to initiate the best results. So you just ask them what their previous relationship towards food is. You ask them, um, have they tried diets in the past? What their current calorie intake is? Um, and sometimes people don't like calorie counting. Like it's, you know, people, you've got to understand the actual person themselves, um, what their goals are too. So, um, you know, there's no rule, uh, one way to do it. It's very individualized. That's why I sort of go through it if I have a client.
0: Hey guys, I thought I would just jump in here quickly to promote last week's episode with Jansen Andre. So Jansen is actually running 160 kilometers on September 25th for Make-A-Wish Foundation. So what Evocative have done, we have teamed up with Jansen to help support him on that journey and help him raise some much much needed funds for the children that are unfortunately not able to live their dreams right so jansen's event is the freedom for future children and if you jump on the evocative website and purchase any shirt we are going to donate fifteen dollars but what's in it for you is not only the feeling of helping these children through your purchase, you are also going to receive 15% off your total cart value. So if you use the promotional code JANS100, J A N S100, you will be getting that 15% off and also with every shirt you purchase. So if you purchase three shirts, you'll get 15% off that total price, but we will also donate $15 from each shirt, so $45. So thank you for listening, thank you for contributing, and thank you for supporting Jans and his 160 kilometer run for Make-A-Wish Foundation. But for now, let's jump back in to this incredible episode with Jordan Popham. Yeah, well, I, I know I just finished that 75 hard and my um, diet was yeah, counting. And it's, yeah. it's a full-time job, man. Like, yeah, I don't think there's probably yeah. as many people listening that train as much as I do. But to no. be a full-time no. athlete and, you know, you're eating five, six times a day, Making sure those meals have the correct macros, micro, like all the nutrients in it that you need, yeah. and then filling it in, filling every every meal in. Like it, it turns a a snack into a full time full time job because you got to document all the food, weigh everything. Yeah, one. yeah, yeah. <laughs> it's hard work, and I think um, that's sort of what I was trying to get to—a good baseline for people to look at. Um, in yeah. that, I guess what you said there about being either. In a calorie deficit or in a um, in surplus, yeah, or in a surplus. And I think too many people are certainly in that surplus uh, deficit because they're like, oh, "I just I should only have one salad a day and a smoothie. I want to lose weight." Where you'll actually, yeah. find if you honed into where your metabolic rate was or is, you'll actually find you need to probably yeah. have twice that amount to actually get your metabolic system working, so you do burn fat, right? Right and burn and yes. those energies and and that lose that weight healthily um and yeah yes it's, it's certainly an interesting topic and i know it, it's funny how i guess social media and media and that sort of stuff have really manipulated people's mindsets in the way to lose weight and the way to get healthy and everything comes down to yes. people want people want to be skinny tomorrow they don't want to put in the hard work oh, they don't want to train yeah. like it it doesn't happen. It doesn't exist. Nothing. You don't get rich quick. You don't get healthy quick. You don't get skinny quick. You don't get mentally healthy quick. It takes work and
1: effort and energy to to become that. Right. It definitely, and uh, you know, just going back to that, like, you know, if, in this reality, I'm I'm sorry if you. This is the honest truth. You have to put in the fucking work. Like, <laughs> yeah, I, I, I'm I'm telling you, like. I mean, I do the best I can, um, but, you know, at the end of the day, you know, we're always wanting more, but as long as you're putting in the work, enough work that you believe that you can do, um, I mean, you know, it should give you some sense of fulfilment at the end of the day or whatever you're trying to accomplish, but, you know, in relation to food, like, you know, if someone wants to lose weight and they're thinking they're going to lose fucking 20 kgs in one day or they want to lose Um, whatever they want to build muscle it's like it's not gonna happen overnight um it's it's a process and like enjoy the journey enjoy what it's there for the process you know the process is often more rewarding than the outcome right so enjoy what it's enjoy what the process is teaching you you know the lessons the the things that what's actually telling you about yourself you know all these things all this that's coming towards you is helping create a better version of yourself whether you see it or not and it's hard for people to realize that you know through the process you learn so much more about yourself And then you get to that end goal and you're like oh well what's next but people don't realize in that process they've grown so much because they're looking at the future not being present not being in this moment like you know enjoy what it's doing to you now it's changing you it's you know making you a better person it's teaching you resilience, teaching you meant you're um, building, you know, more confidence within yourself, you're mentally improving, you're physically improving. But, you know, going back to it, it's like if you have a goal to lose weight, like, you know, you can probably lose, you know, lose weight in a really unhealthy way and regain it again, but enjoy what the journey is going to teach you. Like, you know, people feel like they've got to slug themselves to lose like they've got to do. Insane amounts of even cardio to think that it's going to help you lose that much weight. It's going to probably do more suffering to you because mentally you're going to be so fatigued and thinking this is the only way I can do it. I have to crush myself to get there. Um, you know, it's about your um, mental sort of um, capacity or mental sort of side to actually realize that um, this process of, you know, you do your own research, like, I'll be honest with you. Like, if you honestly wanted to lose weight today, or whatever, my best, you know, um, advice would be actually to initiate a lot of weight training. Um, you don't need to do heaps, heaps of it. You know, I, I feel like, you know, the misconception is like, you know, even for girls, they think they get too bulky when they lift weights. It's, it's bullshit. It's absolute bullshit. Um, I. I tell my clients that I'm like, they're like, Oh, I don't want to get big arms. I'm like, you're not going to get big arms. Like you're, you're, you're fine. Like we're, we're, it's a process, but we're looking at it. You know, it's like the calories in calories out. It's like, you know, eating one salad per day. It's like, this is, this is, this is not healthy. This is you thinking that this is going to help you in the long run. It's like, you've got such a poor relationship with food, a poor relationship with exercise and it's not going to help you mentally thinking that you're going to get to this goal. And we want these quick fixes in life. We never, we never want to enjoy what the, the journey is teaching us and what life is teaching you. It's, um, it's, it's quite sad to see sometimes that, you know, people just want this instant gratification or instant um, sense of fulfill, like um, achievement fulfillment um, extrinsically, not intrinsically finding, you know, what they can learn about it in the process. So. Yeah, so it of drives me nuts sometimes. Anyway,
0: <laughs> no, I it's so true, and I'm I'm a big advocate of um, definitely set your goals and make them bold and make them sure. brave. And but you got to you yeah. got to first and foremost you got to believe in achieving that goal, or you'll never actually yeah you'll never commit to it. So it's got to be bold, but it's got to be. I think we talk about smart goals. It's specific, um, it's measurable, it's achievable. Animal. Um, yeah, cheap. and what's r R is realistic. realistic realistic and then t is timely like you, yeah it's it's got to be something you can do um yeah especially if you haven't really strived for anything great before or haven't pushed yourself in in that aspect before you need to really yeah tune into something that you can you believe you can achieve I think that's the, the key. Yeah. Thing is you need to believe you can achieve it. Otherwise you're just pushing shit uphill with a bloody plastic spoon, right? Like you yeah. need, you need to believe in yourself first and foremost, Um, which sort of leads me to, I guess the next question is, did you ever in your journeys, did you ever have a, a, a struggle moment, a moment where you're like, I guess, to mental health, um, did you ever have a struggle moment where you thought this is no good? I'm not really excelling here. I need to I need to look in the mirror and re reassess where I'm going and reevaluate my values and beliefs and um, you know, realign with who I am and find find myself in that journey and in that in that struggle and where I can become a better
1: person and and give more to the world. Yeah, good, good, good question. Um I, you know. It, we all have diff- all these different emotions and feelings towards, you know, doubt and fear and, um, you know, feeling like we're inadequate when we're not enough. Um, I, you know, I get uh, there wasn't really one single moment I can um, say that ch- ch- like um, I had within myself, but it was more, um, more of a process to realise that, you know, I, I felt like this, for a long time, actually during school, um, school, school was, school was pretty tough. Um, for me, I, um, I'd like a lot of learning difficulties, um, in, in, in school. I didn't, um, I didn't do too well academically. Um, you know, I still passed, but I found it really hard to comprehend and understand the education system in a way that would benefit me. Um, I was a bit different, a bit special like that. Um, It's not... So I'm not saying, you know, that, um, you know, it's got to be suited for everyone because it's not. But I found that school... I look back on it now and I felt that school was... actually helped me a lot to find what I am doing today because through school, I, you know, I didn't do as well purely because... I didn't do it well, well, purely because I didn't actually... I'm not saying I didn't put the effort in, but it just I I just didn't fit in. Um I had some good friends and I, you know, made some you know good connections there, but I struggled to fit in because I wasn't wasn't quite um wasn't quite smart enough to others or um teachers sometimes, you know, um would downplay you or think you're different and you're special on a different spectrum. Um Oh, I can relate. I that that limit me more when I was younger, um, and that sort of actually hindered a lot of my beliefs and actually made me feel like I wasn't enough. Um, and that's sort of what fueled me today. Um, it's fueled me a lot, actually. Um, to be honest, I um, if that didn't happen in school, if I wasn't, you know, the uh, if I didn't have those struggles in school, I wouldn't be this person I am today and becoming. Um, I, you know, uh, it's, you know, it's kind of it brings you back. It's a little bit, a little bit emotional and inside, but, um, I, um, I, I had hope within myself and that's, that's a big thing. I, I, I believe you, you've got to have hope and that belief within yourself and to drag yourself from something that you feel like you're not, you're not good enough or, you're never going to be good enough, um, but still have the urge to keep going and to never give up. Um, that's and I've now, you know, still working through it, still trying to learn more about myself, as we all do in life. We're still trying to figure out, like, you know, there's people a lot older than us still trying to figure what their passion is and what they're doing. So we're still constantly learning. But I, I, I go back to sort of where I was and what I'm doing now. I'm like Jordan, you're doing amazing, like. Like smell the roses. Don't just you know everyone keeps watering them all the time. Like just smell them for a bit. Look how far you've come. Um, I'm so grateful to have the people I do around me now, like with my family and the friends I've met, and who I'm meeting to in life. Who I've still yet to meet. Um, all the special people I do see myself meeting, at some point. Um, I look back and I, I'm, I'm truly proud of myself. Um, and I just don't, I just don't want people to fall down a a, a hole of thinking you're not good enough because um, you are good enough. You're you're everything.
0: Yeah. yeah, it's it's tough to. Um, it's funny you say that because well, I'd certainly had the same. Well, very. I had. I had. No, nah, I was different in the friends side of things. I was. Um, yeah. Like I've always been very extrovert. Uh. Yeah, extrovert sort of kind of person and always could fit into any group sort of thing so I was blessed in that sense but as for curriculum I was yeah it wasn't much of an uh, um overachiever that's for sure I could do math I could do numbers and science um but when it come to literature it wasn't my thing but I think it's, it's it's cool that you're able to reflect on that in a way that's been the reason for your growth and I know you certainly look a lot into personal development and mindset and stuff like that. Yeah. Did that come about just from your health side of things and in, in your training and study or did that more come about because you wanted to become
1: a better person so you could fit in more? Yeah, great. Yeah, no, good good question. Um I'd say it's a bit of both. I the development side of things was something that's um, you know, yeah, it's recently come about, but I've always been on a constant pursuit of optimism and seeing more to life than what it is, what we perceive it. Um, I've I've been on a constant growth all my all my life from a young age, thinking that I wasn't, I, I couldn't do this, I couldn't do that. But um, that's what gives me the optimism that you know the things I do today and the things I have been doing for for my life um the, um working on myself with you know personal growth mindset exercise what, what whatever it is reading books learning of people learning um different forms of um i mean um, like learning from podcast like all these different things that the teachers that you've met um i've had a growth mindset um you know like mainly recently but I've always been in this sort of mindset of I I I want to believe in myself more and I I want to grow and I want to learn and having these difficulties and um it I've only been able to truly realize that you know that's that's only one I mean it's yeah it's it's not everything that sort of fueled me to today um it's there's a lot of um, joy in what I do I love I love what I do I, there's not just fueled from you know sort of sadness and um, even though that's a part of an emotion that uh, people have um, it's important to be aware of your emotions too and learn to go within and um, realize all these things but personal growth and development is, is such a key part in life um, to to you know to the moment you close your mind off to thinking you know everything. Um, I feel like you're you're dead inside. Um yeah. n- you, you don't know, n- no one knows what 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 this reality is. Um we always we, we we look around, we're we're thinking, you know, we've got things solved, we've got things worked out, um, but yeah, we're still on a a path of trying to find ourselves more and more. Um, you know, and that's sort of what goes back to it. I I want to grow, still learn every day, but I never had the attitude of like, oh, I know this, I know that. Um, well, that's ego. I don't, I, I don't want to think I know everything. I don't, I don't want to, I, I want to keep learning. I I feel like that's the, that's the beauty and in, in our, in our minds that if we use it properly learning and, um, having that mindset of, you know, we can grow, don't limit yourself. Um, I'm seeing it more and more now within myself that, you know, all these beliefs from when I was younger, just have been from the past that has um, not just fueled me, but yeah, it has limited me. But if you can see it head on and realize that that was there to help you in your life, that was there for a reason. Um, it gives you more power and more hope that there is more to life. Um, you've got to keep, you've got to keep learning. You've, you just it doesn't matter what whatever you do you got to keep your mind you got to keep your mind not just stimulated but you've, you make sure you're focusing on where you want to be in life don't don't spend it doing things you don't want to do don't hang out with people that aren't aligning towards what what you want to do in life you know don't don't waste don't waste time 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 is money time is precious um you, you learn learn the things that you love doing learn um, the things that you want to do in life, you know, don't blame other people because you can't do something, you know, do, do whatever you want to do. You don't need other people to do things with you. You you can, you know, share special things with people, but you've got to find things out by yourself. You know, you can't be dependent on other people. You've got to, you've got to look within yourself and, um, you know, find that you are accountable for your own actions and life and choices. And, um, you know, I'm not saying be 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 harsh on yourself. You got to give yourself love. Self love is important. Um, but but look look at it from head on and realize where you're currently at. Evaluate where your life's heading. What you're currently doing with it? Am I making the right choices every day? What What am I actually doing in this current life and reality? That's helped serving me to not just benefit myself but others.
0: Yeah, that's um. It's yeah, it's quite beautiful you say that. And I think that last point there, what's helping others is something that you're you're really in the realm of doing now with your nutrition and your um PT stuff. And I guess yeah. I'm greatly interested in knowing from your um professional opinion in the fitness space and training space. Um, I know I, I talk to a lot of people and they send me messages saying, oh, how can I get into running? What's the best way? Or I wanted to yeah. I've started running and my legs are always sore. How do you push through this? How do you get through that? Yeah. Um, and I sort of, my my first step is if you're new to it, start like you're new. Start walking. You know, you, a toddler, yeah. like a, a baby, a baby doesn't jump out the womb and start running around, right? They, they crawl. <laughs> they, yeah. they, learn to, they learn to find their balance. They learn yeah. to crawl. And they, then they learn to stand up. And then they learn to put one foot in front of the other then they walk and then they run, right? We need to take life in that same journey as changing our mindset could be the same, you know? Let's start by reading a book or let's start by listening to a valuable podcast, The Evocative Project, for one very good example, (laughs) Um, or with with nutrition, you know, you you know you're not eating healthy every single day or throughout the week you feel like you aren't a healthy eater. Okay, let's start with making so the first step of crawling let's make let's make two meals a week really good you know and then okay yeah. we go yeah. and progress from there and now we're standing up okay that's three meals and then we're walking that's four meals and now we're running okay every meal i'm cooking it's nutritionist i know what's going into it i know what i'm going to get out of it um so in in i guess in the training space of people starting off where would you say the most important place to start is would it be with nutrition would it be with just doing any form of movement whether it's walking whether it's strength training uh, i mean walking is so simple yeah. because you don't have to pay a membership right but what would yeah. what would you say is more important to someone's
1: overall health would it be nutrition or would it be physical movement yeah so um out of those two i mean i i like to look at it from a holistic standpoint um first of all i, I would have I'm not just evaluating the nutrition and exercise. I'm evaluating their sleep, Mm. um, whether they're getting the right amount of sleep and the right quality of sleep, Um, you know, REM, sleep, deep sleep, um, all these different um, cycles you go through the night, right? Um, I'll look at their social health. I'll look at their mental health. I'll look at their emotional health, um, all these different things, not just, you know, their training and nutrition. if they are optimally in a good space, training will become a lot easier. Um, but out of training, nutrition, like walking, like you was saying, um, movement doesn't have to be complicated. Okay. Like we make this thing of like exercise hard. Like we think exercise is hard. It's like a chore. It's like, oh, I've got to do this. Or, ah, oh, it's going to be painful. It's like, no, moving your body is exercise. Going for a walk—that is exercise. Don't get it complicated with like comparing um, some, uh, you know, someone else doing, you know, running over here and someone else walking. They're still doing exercise. They're moving their bodies. One's just a bit more experienced than the other. It, it doesn't. You cannot compare the two. So if someone was starting out, there, it's their it's their mindset towards what exercise is and their, and nutrition. Keep it basic. Okay. So walking, walking is a form of exercise. So I probably recommend if you're a beginner, you would start off with walking and maybe uh, one to two weight sessions a week, even getting them in the gym um, is very, is the hardest thing. It's when they're there, they actually feel a bit more comfortable. Um, the hardest thing is always getting there. um, based off part, like, you know, um, people's understanding of what they perceive the gym to be, like, that's that's scared they're nervous because of other people looking at them, judging them, mm-hmm. you know, this perceived reality of, you know, people looking at them, they're trying to compare themselves, which, you know, just be focused on what you've got to do. Like, don't don't worry about what someone else is doing, just focus on what you've got to do. Um, but if someone was starting out, just... I'd start out by walking and then, you know, listening to your body, your body will tell you, your body is the best indication of, you know, whether you're recovering well or not, like through sleeping well, through doing recovery methods, like, you know, using the sauna, ice baths, all these things, but don't make that too complicated. For the average person at the start, I don't want to talk about all these crazy things that you can do to optimize your body and optimize your health. It's, just general things easy things like walking getting sunshine vitamin like vitamin d the the benefits of getting being outside is just crazy um yeah moving your body talking to people um you know if you live close to an ocean go swim in the ocean like do it if you go to the gym maybe you know lift a lift a little bit of weights maybe you know depending on what you're ability is in the gym don't make it too complicated just sit on a machine or you know do a couple of squats or something or you know do some bench press or whatever but don't make it too complicated and don't think it's you're in a game of trying to keep up with someone else or trying to think that you know we're in this game of trying to up up each other to put it put someone else down like focus on what You've got to do and focus on where you can start out. So, I definitely start out, you know, just moving your body, getting that movement right, Um, and then you can start to increase the volume and the training, the intensity. Um, But it's important to realize that what are your goals to start with? Like, what what do you want to achieve from this? If you if you want to become an athlete, well, yeah, I mean, fair enough. Like, you've got to put in the work, like to you know, achieve to be the, you know, if you want to be the best in a certain sport or you just want to actually do a sport, you know, you've got to do specific training. You've got to put in a bit like harder work compared to someone else who just wants it for longevity or just wants to get out and about and just wants to be healthy for, for the future. So you've really got to evaluate what that person wants, first of all. Um, But yeah, like if, if you're just starting out, just, walking, getting your step count up. Don't be too sedentary. Don't sit on your phone. Like if you want to be on your phone, why don't you just, you know, walk and go on your phone and be out in public or something. Like don't also practice um, you know, things like, you know, um uh, I I'd recommend people, if they live close to a beach, you know, go swimming in the ocean. Like it's, you know, that even helps them, you know with their mental health and things like this or you know depending on where you live like get out in nature um don't just don't make it too complicated um it's it's all these choices that we can make every day that ultimately determines um how someone is the environment that we live in like you can control your environment don't let it control you like let it let yourself get out there and um make sure you're doing the right things every day and Helping each other and all these other all these things, but yeah, just don't don't make it too complicated. I um I don't I don't even like to um even for myself I don't want to um make it too complicated for myself when I train. I just keep it simple. I'm like, okay, I'm doing this and this today. I'm not trying to be like someone else. I'm trying to be myself. I'm trying to be the best version I can of myself and um, be true to it. So. Just go back to you. Don't, 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 be in this mode of feeling pressured into doing things that you don't want to do, or feeling like you've got to do things for other people.
0: Yeah, I um, yeah, I do like that. It, it, it's really take a step back and what do you enjoy, and start there. Like if you overcomplicate it with, you know, you got to follow this diet, or you got to do this amount of training, or you got to show up at this class, like. It's going to overwhelm you if you're just getting started. So certainly just have the patience to and the perseverance to look at yourself and what you actually like to do and, and then go after that. And that sort of leads me into our final question, Jordan, which is um first on the on the question is what is your why and why you do what you do in your in your health space? Um and, and then certainly I think you've you've touched on it quite a bit here, um, but for our listeners to direct them to the an exact response is um what what's a process or a tip you would give our listeners in finding their why yeah yeah so
1: um so why i get up every day so my why um like you've got to find love in what you do um doesn't matter what that is um love what you do love life love the people around you um the reason why i get up every day is because i've I not just love what I do, but I love having the optimism that there's more for me in this in this life. I am here for a reason. I'm not um I'm not just you know tra- following what other people are doing. We're all different, we're all unique. Be authentic, be yourself. Um understand that um we're different um in relation to things that we like, things that we want to do, things um that we're good at, you know, find, learn more about yourself. Like I like to um, do the things I do because it not just benefits me, but I love learning more about myself and why I like to do things is because it gives me hope and believe that there is better things, there is better days, there is more out there than what I can what I can see and that gives me that sense of optimism and joy that, life is life is way more than what than what we think it to be it's um it's it's beautiful it's amazing um yeah
0: yeah life is beautiful life is amazing and like you said earlier take a moment to stop and smell the roses um yeah it's so important it's so valuable and i i I do that quite a lot these days um not not consciously but i think it's subconsciously now and just my process of um, knowing who I am, I mean, I'm I'm on this massive journey at the moment of finding out who I am, and um, certainly in the last couple of months, I've really flourished as a person, in my opinion, um, and I'm certainly seeing the repercussions of that. But yeah, I think yeah. what you said there is just yeah, just remain hopeful, um, look at the big picture, and look at things that you love to
1: do, because ultimately,
0: that's where you're going to find your, your passion
1: yeah definitely and enjoy spending time you know with with others and enjoy enjoy what it's teaching you and enjoy every moment and every experience you get in life and treat it you know just love others love you know you don't know whether you're going to wake up tomorrow I don't know if I'm going to be here tomorrow I don't know if you're going to be here tomorrow like just I cannot say it enough love the people around you love what you do um you know, don't sweat little things in life. Um, I love, I love my family, love people around me, but I, I I'm so grateful to be here and the ability to wake up every day and have a, and it brings me happiness and a smile. It's like, uh, I get to be here again. And, um, I get another opportunity to showcase what I can do, um, and help others and, um, and do the things I love. Um, and that gives me optimism that, I'm here and my soul is still here and it's still, it's, it, it's, it's aligning to sort of um, what I need to do and um, just really be, descend to yourself again and realize, yeah, what the bigger picture is. Um, your life is not guaranteed. You could, you know, I don't know, you can be hit by a car, you can be whatever. I don't like it. You know, it's sad. It's death, death, death happens. You know, uh, you can drown, whatever, but don't, don't take these things for granted. Just love the things that you do. Love people, um, and, and and love life,
0: bro. It's, it's uh, in the words of Luke Mathers. It's been emotional, man. Um, it's been cool. It's been a great conversation, and I um really really appreciate your time and your knowledge and your energy on the evocative project today, man. So thank
1: you so much. Thank you so much, Blake, and all, you know I'm I'm so grateful to have you as a friend and. Um, for our connection, and um, you know, if it weren't for you to come into the PLC gym that one day, I wouldn't have met you. Um, no. And I do believe things happen for a reason, and life is happening for you, not to you. Absolutely, brother. Thank you so much, man. And I'll uh,
0: we'll stay in contact, eh?
1: <laughs> Sounds good. Thanks for the opportunity. Yeah, bro. Right.
0: We have made it. Thank you so, so much for sitting with us on this conversation with Jordan Topham today. I'm sure you were sitting there and really eager to play it back, to pick up some more quotes, some more tips on nutrition, on hope, on optimism, on connections, on process, all those incredible things that Jordan is so great. At talking about and really has a a huge passion for sharing his values and beliefs in that space and I'm sure if you haven't already taken some notes the second time you listen through this you will be sure to grab a pen and paper for that now I know some tips out of there that Jordan really touches on is his way of you know valuing his opinion on himself more than anyone else's or When looking at helping someone, I know Jordan, as you would have heard, is in the nutrition and wellness space with personal training, he starts with a more of a, I guess, a holistic approach, looking at the non-common factors of training, such as social, uh, your relationship health, your mental health, before diving into someone someone's interest in you know their diet or specific training. He likes to hone in on the specifics of each individual, which I think is a really great way to look at it because there's so many things you see on the internet out there that's like, all right, you can follow this program, it'll suit you. Follow this program, it'll work for you. Where the truth of the matter is, everyone's different. Everyone's body is different and everyone's mindset is different. So what works for someone isn't going to work for someone else in certain circumstances. And Jordan's really, really good at not only recognizing that in the wellness space, but also facilitating that in his um, professional career. So please, please do leave a comment, shoot Jordan a message, shoot evocative, a message about some value or some tips that you were able to pull from today's incredible episode. But, Oh, I'm always excited to get to this part of the episode. This is actually the last week that you were able to jump on and support Jan's on his 100-mile race for, or run furthermore, for Make-A-Wish Foundation. So please, please, please follow the link in the bio to this episode to grab your shirt and contribute to Jan's and his 100-mile run for the future of Freedom Children. But... Next week, it's going to be... I'm going to do a little shake-up next week. I'm really excited for next week. It's going to be a lot of fun. Uh, it'll be our 10th week of the Evocative Project, so i got going to look at doing something a little bit more personal for you guys on next week's episode. So please, please, please tune in, subscribe, follow, whatever you got to do to make sure you get the notifications for next week's episode. And I cannot wait to meet you there on the Evocative Project.
1: Shoo.